0: Okay folks, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whichever part of the day you're listening to this podcast. This is Wrestling On The Road with your host, my name is Birchall, the original working man, the original Mr. No Days Off. With me today, it gives me great pride and pleasure to have uh, the current Southside Heavyweight Champion and the current LCW Heavyweight Champion. Formerly half of the Predators, now the leader, the brains behind the Righteous Army. Ladies and gentlemen, I give it to you, Joseph Connors. Joseph, how you doing?
1: I'm alright. I'm just on the way home from Hope Wrestling. Um, After picking up a win there, big evening at Derby. I'm now looking forward to
0: getting some food in my stomach. Same here, same here. So tonight you wrestled uh, Robert, Rochester Rose. Uh, that was his debut, right? Uh, I don't know if he's had a couple of performances before. I'm not sure, but I think it was his debut in that in that particular that venue yeah. in the Polish Club. Not the Polish Club. The Polish Club. By the way, I'm going to tell you now. They fixed that door that we broke. That you broke. That you I you broke. broke sorry, somebody else. Me, yeah, me and another another wrestler. Um, after eight months of uh, nagging, they finally fixed it. Because <laughs> tell you what if they end up fixing this time I'd have asked for their money back that's what well, I'd have done you're fully within your rights to do that bloody polls anyway that's out of the way so you beat uh, Robert Rogers for us tonight um, you got Hope next Friday Friday and your opponent is Mr T-Bone <laughs>
1: <laughs> big heavyweight contest no stranger to that man we don't have not faced off. I think it's just over a year since I last wrestled T Bone and uh, you know, just look at the man. But uh, I'm looking forward to mixing it up with, uh, with I like you know, I like wrestling all different styles but it's great when you get in there with heavyweights yeah. like a T Bone or a Mastiff or a Rampage round those kind of guys, you know. It's a different style, isn't it? Well, it's that like nice. heavyweight style, I love the yeah. heavyweight style. I so, mean, talking a rampage and Dave Mastiff
0: for example, I <clears throat> mean two of the top three in my opinion in the UK. Agreed. Actually, watched a, a match with Mastiff in the other day against Kevin Steen, obviously now Kevin Owens, and there's a bit in that match. Um, I think Steen drop kicks Mastiff, shoots off the rope, and then Mastiff drop kicks him back, and then does the lucha head kip. Right, and I tell be... you what, I'm not one for marking out, as you know, but that was somewhat different. Like. He's a hell of an athlete, Dave. <coughs> Dave Mastiff, for his size. He can go as far as he wants to go, in my eyes. Yeah, why, why on earth he wasn't signed by a TNA is beyond me. It's like, just, I mean, no, no this disrespect to Mark Andrews, because obviously he's very, very talented. But, like, if you want a rugged kind of heavyweight, look
1: no further. Well, you never know. Like, you never know what's going on with pers- you know, people's business decisions and stuff. I'm very sure. sure. True. Like I say, I think with someone like Dave, and Ollie and guys like that, that they're, they're in a position where they can pretty much go as far as far yeah. as they want to go. Really, you know. It it have uh, when they when they the doors open to them, they make the most of their
0: opportunities. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Did you take? Did you watch? Of, I mean, obviously, you took part in the, uh, the tryouts for boot camp. But did you learn anything from that experience? Um, I. It's a good question in a way. I. Um,
1: I no I, I learned No one's really ever asked me about it I learned I think for me I, I was disappointed With What I put forward uh, I think I misinterpreted Exactly What the audition process Was going to be there Right Um but it was, you know, I was just glad that I was afforded that opportunity. Yeah. You know, I took it. You know, at first, it knocked me slightly, but then I, you know, I remember I was wrestling the next day, and it was just a case <coughs> of okay, you, you know, like any professional or anything you do, whether, whatever you want to excel in, you take every opportunity, you take every match, and you use that to try and better yourself. Just like you know, tonight i you know, I'll use whatever has happened in the match I've had. Yeah. I'll look back at it. I'll play it over in my mind, and I'll see what I could have done better. Where you know, where I can move forward from it fair enough. and is tna somewhere you'd like to go
0: anywhere anywhere that i
1: could apply my craft full time i would you know is where i want to go you know if um if those kind of opportunities are afforded to me then that this is what i love to do this is what i want to do you know you hear it all the time this is my passion and all those sort of cliche words you know i haven't really got a uh my eggs are in the wrestling basket <coughs> and Yeah, it's what I want to be a part of, you know?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, for those who don't know Joe, I've known you personally for seven, eight years now. And you were actually in my first ever training session. Yeah, I remember you saying, yeah. First ever one. And you were the first guy I actually met. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And I'm surprised you didn't quit right then and there. <laughs> well, you know, the thought across crossed my mind. No. It was one of those, because um, obviously back, like back in the day, you know, people that saw you as, as obviously, Joseph Connors then, as a the special edition, as to what they see now, it's complete 360. I mean, for those who followed Joe and his career, I mean, the guy, and this isn't kissing your ass, Joe, and I've said it to you face to face, Joe's in, in absolute incredible shape, and for those who are, in my opinion, wanting to look at wrestling as a full-time career, look at what Joe's done. Look at the way he's changed his body physically. Um, nutrition has been a massive key. You know, fitness, You know, exercise, constant training. You know, if, like, and it is gonna kiss you. It is kissing your ass, but it's not. But if, for me, if, if you come into, if you ever come into contact with trainees, um, for those who are listening, Tell him to look at Joe and see what path he's taken. Um, I, I personally can't speak highly enough um, of Joe for what he's done for my career. Um, but I think, like, I mean, obviously, if anyone saw the post on Facebook a while ago from Mike Kirby, that was massive praise. You know, and it's just it's a credit to what you've done. I appreciate that and I also appreciate what like I said to him like what Kirby put up I
1: was in there I was going to see a Jurassic World on the opening night what do you think of it? oh fantastic you liked it? I loved it I did yeah I really enjoyed it but um, no like when when anybody you know yourself or anybody or Kirby or whoever goes out of their way to say something nice about you you know your peers and stuff that's what it's all about you know Um, you know it's just it's that respect, isn't it? Well, it's just you know, it's just it makes you not want it that much more because you always want it. But it's just like it gives you that little, you know, confidence. You, you know, we all we all have our moments. You know, I yeah. my thing is I've got a fear. You know, I've got a fear of failure. You know, I don't you know in 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 anything really. So when somebody can give you that little pick me up, and I mean Kirby's just a hell of a talent and a, and a really good guy. You know, he's yeah. always been a he's someone I can call a friend in uh, in wrestling. And there isn't loads of those, but he's you know for him to go out of his way as a friend and as a peer and as a professional and stuff that that meant a lot. And you know, any anytime somebody says something like that, I mean, like you say, you've known me since
0: uh, pretty much day one. Yeah, exactly. So <coughs> absolutely. But it's not. It's nice. It's like it's just for me. It just shows that all that hard work and effort you put in, it's paid off. Well there's still there's still a lot more hard work to come, that's yeah, the thing. You know? Fair enough. I mean I mean you know, I know, and anyone who goes to the gym, you're never hundred percent satisfied with your body, you're always trying to push it, that little extra trying to get it that little bit more toned, a little bit more muscle gains. It's it's you know I've just come past the Tesco as well. <laughs> We're on our way to Tesco right now. Joe's moaning that we haven't got no food. I'm starving. Normally we've got the the car stacked up with food. However, this time, we haven't got any food because you're gonna turn around and go to that Tesco. It means I'm gonna go I'm gonna follow this road all the way down. I'm gonna take a left and come back against the army barracks. Is that the the one we're going going? going to? That's the one we're going to. I hope it's a twenty-four hour one, else. Uh, it, might be a, it might be a midnight one. It should be. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's 24 hours. How exciting this must be! I'm. I'm excited to be. It's what is it? It's 25 past 11 at night, and we are trying to find a Tesco. But hey, sudden so This is <laughs> this is life on the road. This is what we do. So, I bet you, Harley raced did the same thing. Hey, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> we are we are following in these footsteps. Big footsteps, by the way. Speaking of big, I'm going to tell you a quick story. Today I met a guy called Paul Sturgis, who okay. is, who was, although maybe still is, the tallest basketball player to ever be drafted by the Harlem Globetrotters, and he's English as well. He lives in Loughborough. Oh, I've heard of this guy. Too. And he's, oh, what was he? Yeah, I think seven, I'm like, seven foot six. I think I might have seen him work out. Is
1: he? What he look like? Is he a white? Is he white? Yeah, he's white guy. Yeah, guy? A white guy, yeah, 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 white like tall, I, I short I, dark hair, beard, and get, he's got the deepest voice in the world. I think I worked. I think I when I used to work <laughs> out in Loughborough, I saw him a couple of times. He which is, is pretty.
0: You know, it's massive. pretty obvious to spot him because he's seven foot six. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like spotted me in a crowd. Really? Yeah. No, but I was like, wow, like you are bloody huge. Like I wish I could be as tall as his legs. Do you know what I mean? Like, I came up to, like, just below his hip, and I was like, good God, this is ridiculous. Luckily, you know, he was a nice guy. However, hey, I just i tell you the stories of what I meant today. Thank you. Have you, got any, have you got any stories of what you've done today? Stories of what I've done today? Yeah. I, for anyone,
1: like, listening to this, I'm sure they've probably <laughs> turned off by this period, but... No, they not are uh, still, they're wanting to know what we've done. This is what we do. I have worked out today, and then what's, I what, what part of the I, I, I trained my shoulders, Ooh. and I did some punching bag work, Ooh. and then I've come, like I said, I've come <coughs> to Hope Wrestling. Wrestled on the in the opening match, and then I've tried to watch the rest of the show, which is something I would advise to everybody. You know, if you're on a card, always try and watch like everybody else. You can learn from good, bad, whatever. You know, yeah. to see what's going on, see what people are up to, and stuff. So I've had the opportunity to to have a look and see what's uh, see the, the majority of the matches this evening as well. Yeah. And
0: obviously um, on tonight's show it was TNA's Bram and was... WWE X, WWE Intercontinental Champion Val Venus. Yeah, I was I want I thought
1: Bram and Nathan Cruz was match of the night. It was, really, was quite really, really good. Really good match. Two, two, <coughs> really good, two really good pros, and uh, you know from a nostalgia you know thing, I I always rated. Uh, like I'm sure most guys did, Val Venis. I always thought he was a hell of a wrestler. Um, you know, just someone who, you know, he stayed in the company for a long time. Yeah. <coughs> always looked like a total pro and stuff. And that was nice
0: to uh, to see him perform. I I always thought of Val Venis as like the forgotten hero. In like what, in what respect? Like when he was on TV, he was amazing. When he won the when the the icy tile, it, you know, he had a good run with that. And then, when they did the right to censor gimmick with uh, the good father and Stevie Richards. And I kind of like, and he obviously, he was the commissioner at some point as well. But, like, I always thought that just giving that extra push to the, I mean, the crowd was so behind him. I mean, even like you see tonight, you know, the crowd were just high. Oh,
1: he was great. Everyone, everyone enjoyed seeing him, definitely. He and he was
0: a nice guy played. as well.
1: I didn't get much of a chance to talk to him, but. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, he's always a guy, I think as well, when he first started his career, he did a lot of work in, in England, actually, as well. Uh, really? Yeah, from interviews I've read. Oh, wow. Stuff. So, uh, and I mean, he put in, a good, put in a good shift tonight as well, so uh, I mean, it was good to see him do some of his signature stuff.
0: Yeah. Oh, we didn't see the uh, the money shop. No, we didn't we see saw, that. We saw the... The half Nelson. The half Nelson snap, which was still... Quality and obviously, with, hello ladies and all that. That was fantastic. Um, right, we're going to pause this segment here because we're going to get some food. Um, stay with us. So we finally got us chicken. Joe's bought the majority of Tes- Tesco Extra. He's stacked up for uh, stacked. I right word. Stocked up for the next two days with plenty of fish. Um, and gro- green groceries, Don't forget the broccoli, the broccoli. And then broccoli. So obviously, like we'll we'll go with this one. Then. So, so obviously, shopping it—not shopping, but nutrition—is quite a big thing for you, mm-hmm. as it is for you know the, the professionals in this country like yourself. What? Oh, I'm I'm interested obviously being a gym instructor. I I, I like to find out what people eat. What they put in their body, what they use to fuel it. If you talk us through just something like what you would do in a normal day, like from breakfast to, dinner, to tea with snacks.
1: I think with me, because um, a lot of the time I've, always, I've been, you know, I've been going in the gym since pretty much I started wrestling. Before that, I'd done <coughs> sports and stuff, but I'd let myself go quite a bit. I would find a place called the pub, of my team, and I allowed myself to get in bad shape. And um, not exercise anywhere near as much as I was. Yeah. Uh, so, got in the gym and didn't, you know, worked out a lot over the years and always worked hard, or at least I think I worked hard. But I right. never really it, had. It shows you know, now, doesn't it? Never really had the diet <laughs> to
0: balance it because I just didn't, I was either too ignorant or just didn't have any facts about food really. What well, uh, what did you, what was you normally eating like before you hit the nutrition? Oh, I was
1: always, you know, what, was, I was just you? would stuff myself with the easy things like sandwiches lots of bread yeah um you know i was still drinking a bit so i was
0: having alcohol um not crazy but you know like alcohol um what was your favorite pint or was it you were looking at the queue um
1: i i never really had a favorite pint i mean i was always like i was always because i was always known for being able to like down and do my shots and all vodka
0: and tequila and all that kind of so crap so you were the guy that like people went i want to party with that guy somewhat i guess <laughs> um but in terms of diet you know just no real
1: knowledge no real idea of what the hell i was doing with it Um it's quite and then i started to get more open to food and then when like i really wanted to try and get in better shape yeah. uh, in a way i've almost gone to wanting uh, to well, an extreme because i'm quite i've over the last sort of eighteen months, I've cut out so much. I don't really touch, you know. I don't touch uh, things like chocolate or crisps or chips yeah. or uh, al- alcohol or fiz- <coughs> cut out fizzy drinks. You know. So my normal sort of routine for me is I wake up, I have some porridge, and I'll usually have a protein shake and maybe a banana. Yeah. Um, for my, I obviously have a protein shake after I've worked out. Do you have a pre, pre-workout? Sometimes I have a pre-workout, but <coughs> yeah. it's not, not on a regular day at the minute for me. Right. Uh, main meals are usually meat and veg, so usually like chicken and broccoli, or uh, I've been eating a lot of fish recently, yeah. fish and salad, or sometimes fish and eggs with salad, or okay. fish and broccoli. It's always a meat and, and vegetable, no real carbs. Um, and then snack stuff, I've started eating a lot more... Um, I started eating like cashew nuts and I eat fruit. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they say as well sometimes too much fruit can be bad because it's the sugars and stuff. True, um,
0: so, like acid in the, uh, in the apple.
1: Yeah, so I try and like, I'd, for my snacks, I try and make them. I like, because I'll nip in a Tesco or whatever, I always get like a great pack or yeah. um, nuts now or whatever I can sort of get, which is halfway decent in terms yeah. of health. And then Supper, I usually it's usually kind of like the same as what I've had for dinner It's right. usually a fish or a chicken, and I don't really put anything I don't cover it in anything or anything like that So it's quite it's a plain boring diet And I probably could do a bit a bit more diverse Do you spice it up a little bit like with sweet potato? Um, I like sweet potatoes, but I haven't really bought any of that and brought it home or anything yeah. like that I'm gonna I need to maybe start adding stuff like that in. I've kind of I'm kind of <coughs> regimented in my mind where it's like, look, don't stray or, yeah, you know, I like my, my girlfriend and some of my closest friends are always saying, you know, have a cheat meal, do this, but I am mentally you're against myself a lot of the time. So I'm almost too worried about, you know, going to that cheat meal. Yeah. I don't, don't want to, you know, say I've worked hard in the gym that day. Most people will just, you know, feel good about that. I don't want to like Undo the work I've done earlier. Yeah, and it, it gets frustrating at
0: times. I get
1: in my own head with things and stuff. Yeah.
0: Because there's like, the, like for me, a cheat day is just a myth. It's not like, you know, you, t- you pick out a calendar and it's like, right, okay, March 22nd, cheat day. But then, like, for me, if you're going to have a, a quote unquote cheat day, then for me, I have just one meal. Like a lot of people think, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have X amount of food all day, and da-da-da. That, that's not a cheat day. For me, it's one meal. However, I'm extremely partial to a pizza. I love pizza. I am like a turtle. I'm honestly, if you give me pizza, morning, noon, and night, I'd be an happy, man. I'd be about 30 stone, but I'd be an happy guy, right? And my, like my catalyst, as you know, is energy drinks, Red Bull, and I'm happy to say that I am wanted, 5 days without Red Bull that's good uh, that's that my girlfriend fiance sorry Ray um, said she challenged me to this 22 day challenge and apparently what it does what it is is if you can go 22 days without that that drink or that item of food then your body doesn't think about it doesn't think about it and won't get used to you Put it in your body. Wow. <coughs> so thank you, Ruth. I love a cup of tea. Oh, I, always, I do. But I always love my tea with two sugars. So. Oh. Five, five days today, I've not had a cup of tea, and I love oh. tea. Congratulations. Wow. That's good. But what in, What tea do you drink? I just anything. PG Tips, oh. food, whatever.
1: But then think of i have 18 months since I've had a pizza. 18 months since I had a
0: cheeseburger. You know, it's that's probably about a week since I had a pizza, and. The last time I ate a cheeseburger, I did one of my like, food challenges and I ate 12 double cheeseburgers in one sitting bloody out. So basically, I if you are that. listening to this... Don't listen to nutrition advice from me, just take it from John. If you want a very boring, <laughs> unsatisfactory time of food, then eat what I'm eating, otherwise go and enjoy yourself. Come with virtual and have a, have a bit of a uh, shindig. <laughs> no, you know, like, I, you know I, I'll freely admit, I, I try and eat as clean as I can. Um, but then I do like to treat myself but then I'm I'm slightly older so I'm you know I'm in the in the. you should treat yourself I'm just not very uh, for me yeah, no, I'm, it's a mental thing you know? <coughs> <coughs> I ain't got that people, some people pizza. you know
1: say I'm a bit <coughs> twisted and a bit mental and stuff so I guess I'm just playing up to that
0: well I hope you don't do nothing to me in the car I'll be alright I want to get out no, I'm safely. more,
1: more cons- concerned about me drumsticks in the uh, that In
0: the Tesco bag currently. Oh really? Mm -hmm. So me driving you on is (laughs) just deal with it. Nah, but no, like you know, we go back to knowing each other a long, long time. Um, We did a tour of Guernsey last year Mm -hmm. (coughs) um, for Rebel Pro Wrestling um, under former World of Sport uh, wrestler Blondie Barrett, who is a top guy for me. Um, And we went over there. There was a a group of uh, five of us. Myself, your, yourself, Gabriel Kidd, uh, Nathaniel Northern, and Ruff House, Stephen Mitchell. And I've got to tell you, that uh, that was one of the best trips I've had in a long time. What was it like for you? Because obviously, it's nice to go to di- a different country. It was nice for me because,
1: you know, having so many opportunities and all and stuff, it's nice for me to, especially guys like Ruff House and Gabriel Kidd and stuff, it's nice to see, like, them not live you know living the life and getting a chance to wrestle and being involved because you know at first you know for them that was kind of like the stepping stone to getting more bookings and stuff and I know how much you enjoy and you always want opportunities and stuff so it was nice for me to like take a group of guys and just sort of see them enjoy themselves and just in a way like um just turn off a little bit, turn the phone off, not worry about anything, because yeah. I haven't been away properly on a holiday, I mean, I won't, can't call it a holiday, but I haven't been away properly, you know, even when I've got abroad, it's been for wrestling and yeah. stuff. So, for me to just let my hair down and do something I'm very passionate about, something I enjoy with people that are also passionate about it, was, you know, a lot of fun. What are these idiots doing? Bicycle, cyclist, no lights, typical. Bicycle, cyclist, that's a new one. I know, it's just
0: inventing it, sh- in, in shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, one, one story I'm going to bring up about the Guernsey uh, trip. <clears throat> you may not remember, you may remember it. I'm hoping you do, because it meant a lot to me. Uh, for those who, uh, who listen, I'm, I'm a massive fan of Jurassic Park, uh, as is Joe. And when we were coming back from... <clears throat> the last show and we were parked up for quite a while in the car park uh, ready to board the, play, uh, the plane the boat and for some reason uh, Nathaniel had um, the Jurassic Park theme tune on his iPad or iPhone or touch, whatever the i thing is and if you imagine five wrestlers in a car with the Jurassic Park theme tune going on Imagine the first scene when Dr. Alan Grant uh, is taken up onto the hills uh, by uh, John Hammond and they stop and they see the, the Brontosaurus. <clears throat> it was exactly like that. And I mean, I can't imagine what the people around us thought, but imagine Joe just casually getting out of the car, looking at Brontosaurus. I'm John Hammond sat in the back going, yes, we have a T-Rex. Everyone else just laughing. I thought that, for me, that was one of my... Fondest memories,
1: that's all. Well, Jurassic Park, you know, it touches people in many ways. <coughs> uh, I, I, I uh, yeah. make of that. Just watched it on Blu-ray the other day again. Like, I do like me some Jurassic Park. I can even stand the sequels, to be honest. The really? And the third. Well, the Lost World so flawed in so many different ways, but it's got Jeff Goldblum. I hate the last fifteen minutes when they turn it into like Godzilla film. Yeah. Um, you know, some of the bits in it you're watching are just ridiculous. What the characters
0: do and stuff. Now you've but seen you've seen Jurassic uh, Jurassic World, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and it's not going to. I'm not spoiling it for anyone. Um, but was it as for you? Was it cause obviously for those who don't know? Joe personally, he's a he's a big film lover, and he'll always let you know what film he's seen. He'll tell you what he likes, what he doesn't like, and he's honest about it did it live up to the expectations that you had as a as a as a, as a personally I,
1: I really enjoyed it <clears throat> I, I think they had a lot you know, it's 22 years in the making since the first one really so, yeah the first God, one came, the now. first one came out in 1993 holy crap there's a lot you know there's always wow. going to be different opinions how you can do stuff why you know how they should have done this what characters should have been included Without spoiling anything, the only small criticism I had, and just for me being, like, sad, I would have liked to have just heard a little bit, because anyone who's seen the trailers, you know, this isn't giving anything away. <coughs> the park is fully operational now. The Jurassic Park is a, is a concept that works. It's like an Alton Towers yeah. or, a, or whatever, you, you know, a Disneyland of the dinosaurs. They've managed to get this concept and it's working and security and they've had no more pro- accidents or anything like that. Uh, My only thing was I would have liked to have known in that gap between obviously the mistakes that they made in the first film, I would have liked to have known how they they could have got the park up and running, why, you know, how how public (coughs) um, conception was and why, like, you know, how people treated it safe again, how they got the animals the way they did. That was it. I would have just liked a little bit more explanation of of how they've... Managed, ah, they managed to keep it, it in yeah. this in the stock that it's in but other than that i mean that's a very small thing i mean yeah there's always but i i personally got a lot out of it uh, i thought is it is chris pratt, chris in it? pratt yeah. yeah he's just really good at what he does and he was great in this and you know there's a lot of good concepts with it that i thought they did well so uh i you know if i was a kid going to sit i'd be you know there's was, there was scary bits of you know for young viewers and yeah. stuff. It was it was well made, I thought.
0: Now obviously Chris Pratt has signed up to the sequel to Jurassic Worlds. Oh, is it they they, the, the, they, announced, yeah, that they it. announced that? Um, my issue is what more in this kind of genre of film can they do? Well, because I'm not gonna spoil it for anyone, there is a scene
1: in there that I that that comes up that I think gives a lot of possibilities for where the uh, the story could go so there is some I, good, yeah. yes so yeah that's okay. that's where I <laughs> think they might that's why I think that scene was included
0: now you've now you've said it yes
1: mm. it's registered we will give the game but away. I mean i I think at the end of the day those kind of you know those films they're fun you know and it's nice <laughs> to what you know I, it would be cool I mean it probably make no sense but it'd be cool if Sam Neill or Jeff Goldblum <laughs> just popped up and did something but yeah. I doubt that's going to happen but I think that's what like, I say. Like I'm not. I can, you know, if you sit and cr- criticize them, you can really point flaws in the second and the third ones. But you know, Sam yeah. Neill makes the third one worth watching. And oh, I think yeah. Jeff Goldblum makes the second one
0: worth watching. <clears and throat> yeah, big time. So, on the on the on the um, side of films, because this is something we don't really get to talk about here. Um, but like, what have been your kind of. Favorite films this year? What you enjoyed this year? Um,
1: yeah. I saw some really good ones in January. Uh, Birdman was fantastic, yep. or is fantastic. Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton, Edward yeah. Norton. Um, there was a film called Whiplash, which is absolutely brilliant. Um, which is about a a young te- uh, well, a young college student who wants to be in the band. He plays the drums. And the, oh, right. the coordinator of the band just goes to excessive lengths of getting the most out of his students, and it's wow. really gripping, um, really good. I, if you've not heard of it, get the trailer on YouTube. Whiplash. Um, also, there was uh, Foxcatcher, which saw that, which is a really good film. Oh, and I just, oh, just oh, recently brilliant. recently got that on DVD. <coughs> Another film with Reese Witherspoon called Wild, which I really recommend, which is really good. Um, so some people probably
0: haven't even heard of these films, but it was, that was a really good movie. Well, talking uh, of the Reese Witherspoon, sorry to cut you off, Joe. Mm. When I was uh, over in Germany for my pre stag boom, yeah. uh, I actually had a cocktail called Reese Witherspoon. Oh, alright. And okay. it was just a strawberry and lime cocktail, non alcoholic. Because uh, obviously, I'm a, I didn't drink on my pre stag do, still, uh, which I got a lot of room in for. Um, but oh, you yeah, gotta be! You, know, you gotta me. do! You gotta do your thing. Haven't you? <clears throat> I had a, a Reese Witherspoon and a Halle Berry, so you can tell how manly my drinks were, as opposed to like a, a Gerard Butler or a, you know a Tom. Hanks. I wouldn't mind having a sip on our eat those two, so I don't mind. No, that's cool. Yeah, fair enough.
1: Um, so. but yeah, there's been loads. I've 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 got a card for the cinema where I get like I pay a, I pay a monthly fee. Actually, my girlfriend. Treating me to so um, oh. in that sense, um, so we can go and see as many films as we want. That's awesome. So I write. I've, I pretty much I write down what I've seen just out of interest, so I can yeah. look back at the end of the year. But uh, yeah, I mean, <coughs> especially like the stuff that's just coming out on DVD now, or has or was just recent. Like another one was American Sniper, that was really good. Yeah, with uh, Bradley Cooper. Um, yeah, there's there's been loads of good stuff. I've seen some really good films over the last couple
0: of years. So I like. I don't know about you, but I really like like. True stories, yeah. So I like American Sniper, like. Um, uh, apparently with American Sniper, there was a bit of criticism that
1: um, it wasn't that much reflection on the book and stuff. Oh really? Yeah, I mean, you never know. Into until, until it, I mean, everything has to
0: make a Hollywood script as well. Yeah, yeah. You know. But you normally find that, don't you? Mm. Like if you read the book before the film, like the one one film I remember. Look at that. Lewis Hamilton just shot past us in a Mercedes. <coughs> um, one film I remember—I don't know if you remember—the Brian Clough. I was just um, going to bring that up. The Damn Damned United. United. Uh, and the book was um, totally different. Complete. Yeah, and then the film made him to be look like a real twat when, in hindsight, he wasn't. He was. It was just his methods that didn't sit well. It's with a
1: very good film, but like you said, <laughs> I've heard a lot of people say that it wasn't really like that and stuff. So. You know, they take sometimes they take grains of truth and grains of things, and then you know, at the end of the day, it might not be as interesting for an actual movie. So they've yeah. got to put little bits in there. You know, it's uh, look at the Titanic. You know, oh. it's um, you know, the real disaster yeah. that happened, I, and then how, they how,
0: if everyone died, if everyone died on the ship, or uh, yeah, the ship went down and stuff. How do they know what happened next? How do they know that Jack was floating on a well? They were. They weren't real. Cardboard. They weren't real people. You know what I mean? Did, yeah, I know what you say.
1: I mean, there's real elements in there because there's yeah. a timeline of like what people saw, but obviously to make it, you know, <laughs> it, to push merchandise
0: and push all that kind of push videos at the videos, do but everyone, whatever you can, right if anyone remembers those. So let's let's come back round to where, what what we're here for. Obviously, wrestling. Um, now you've got obviously um, LCW yep. you're the heavyweight champion Southside heavyweight champion we spoke about that uh, we'll get into that um, what's what's kind of next on the agenda because obviously we're going to have to wrap this up in a few minutes but what's what's on the agenda for Joe Connors
1: what's, well it's, I just like we sort of alluded to earlier you know I know it. once again it sounds like a really sort of easy answer but like I just want to. I, I the more I perform, the more I'm in the ring. That's only that can only mean I'm going to learn more. So I just want to be as many places as I can be, and I want to make myself. You know, I want to put myself in a position where I can do this sort of in one of the full-time, full-time companies. You know, because it's you know, for me it's not not a hobby. You no, know. of course, not. it's something I want to. You know, something I, I do. Like something this. I think. Everything I pretty much do is directed towards. Professional wrestling, yeah. Um, you know, so I've you know, there's places I broke ground in, like <coughs> Southside, like NGW, and places like that, and Leicester, and stuff. But there's plenty of other places. I mean, I've done I've flirted with uh, Preston City a couple of times, yeah, yeah, which is awesome yeah. because you know they've got a great thing going, and it's be cool <coughs> to uh, work with them, um, uh, you know, given the opportunity, yeah. Um, would love to do some stuff with progress because you just look at what they've accomplished so far. They've built this amazing brand and a great atmosphere and you know people want to be involved in progress. The fans are rabid and that's you know that's what it's all about.
0: For me any any company
1: that can sell out oh
0: so they've done a, they've done an amazing job. In, in 25 minutes yeah. is ridiculous. They've done an amazing
1: job. So those kind <laughs> of places I'd like to work abroad more, more given the opportunity. Um, you know, being in the ring with the best talent, I, I luckily, over the last couple of years, spe- uh, specifically, you know, every week I'm pretty much, yeah. I'm wrestling cream of the crop guys, you know, one yeah. one week it might be CJ Banks, then Rampage Brown, then maybe a Dave Mastiff, then, you know, then other times it's like a Hardcore Holly. Or a Tommaso Ciampa. Or, you know, there's been so or many... Chris Masters. Yeah. It's been so many, you know, but I mean, there's so many good talents here, you know, that, I, that I've stepped in the
0: ring with and would like to again, you know. Like okay, a, yeah. so you may just mention that, that's just got me up to and nice a question. <clears throat> Which talents, up and coming talent, that you haven't wrestled yet, would you like to wrestle? Okay. For me, yeah. for me, before you answer, I would like to see you wrestle Will Offspray. Yeah, that would be... For me, because of... The way that your 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 character is, as
1: the righteous one. But what what about yourself? What would you look at? Um, I mean, Will I is a good shout. Obviously, you know he's got loads going for him at the minute, and like you know his name's hot and stuff. And I've never we've never crossed paths or done anything. And I like that dynamic. Just like I said, I think I said earlier, I enjoy wrestling heavyweights. I enjoy wrestling all different kinds of styles. Um, you know, I never did anything. I was supposed to, at one time I was booked to wrestle Mark Andrews, that never that never happened. I would have liked to wrestle Mark. I really enjoyed uh, wrestling Pete Dunn. the two times I have in singles recently. Um For guys who are up and coming. I mean, I'm wrestling next week. He's not up and coming, he's been doing this longer than me, but a guy I really respect really that I'm wrestling Joey Hayes singly for the first time, which I think I've I've always wanted to um, step in the ring with Joey. Yeah. Um, I've enjoyed the, I know I'm sort of dancing, I'm just trying to think. I, I, uh, Tyler Bate, I've wrestled him a few times. Yeah, yeah, I really yeah. enjoy wrestling Tyler. Um, just up and coming guys. I mean, there is a, I'm just trying to think. So I've, I've been lucky enough that I've been, I've been able to face a lot of these guys. A oh, lot like someone like maybe a Chris Tyler. I think Chris, you know, he's got a lot of potential. I'm sure, like, we'll meet each other at some point. Um, Just pull over. That's alright. I'm sure we'll meet each other. He's got a lot of potential. Uh, You know, very arrogant. Got a lot of, like, getting a lot of opportunities. Um, You always have to keep an eye out for Reigns though. (laughs) though. He's not hard to miss, big chap. Big big boy.
0: Stump me I'm trying to think. I like I like to come with the artist in questions. You know? yeah, I'm just trying to think. I'm sure there's um, okay, uh, maybe 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 I a think about that one. Maybe about uh, imports. Obviously, you mentioned Hardcore Hollywood, praised you to the heavens of how good you were, which is great for yourself. Um, like guys like uh, Tommaso, uh, Tommaso Champa, uh, was it Rich, Rich Swan? Yeah, there was Rich Swann, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, is there is any kind of, you know, foreign talent, maybe? There's all. I mean, there's all sorts of guys. I mean, when you wrestle guys
1: like, you know, Hardcore Holly, you know, not, you know, those are guys that I grew up watching. Uh, that was my my era when I was a teen. Uh, but also with Hardcore Holly, you know, he's got such a reputation. he he worked in the uh, WWE, you know, the biggest company. He worked there for years and years and years, and he was a measuring stick for a lot of guys who came through. You know, you hear about guys like Randy Orton when they came through, you, they got tested. They worked with guys like Hardcore Holly, so that was a real privilege to get in there. I'd, you know, I'd, I'd love to, I'd love to learn and what, you know, if you could get in the ring with someone like a Finley or something like that. You know, I always talk to uh, CJ Banks, who is another guy I just thinks. Phenomenal Uh, CJ Banks Can't praise him enough Uh, We always talk about Guys like Finlay And Regal And their matches I mean a lot of British guys do But it's so good You know So So good Um, I mean It's like Whoever I come across Like You know If if someone's got a reputation Or a good talent It's always good to get in the ring With them I I love wrestling You know I love wrestling Rampage Brown A few times I have I'd love to do more with him Uh, From From the American, I guess the American circuit. I mean, it would have been cool to wrestle Val Venus tonight. You know, like it's it's always good. You know, guys with that kind of experience, that's only going to help. You know what? I mean, I'll tell you that. I mean, I'm getting I'm wrestling him in uh, in July, July the 18th, and defending the Southside Heavyweight Championship against him. I'm taking on Rockstar Spud. Wow. And um, he's someone I've like. Gotten to know more and more, knew him quite well. Uh, I've got a lot of respect for him. His his opinions on professional wrestling. I've you know I look up to him in a lot of ways. So it's going to be very interesting um, stepping into the ring with him. You know because you know now we're going to be in a match and he's coming after a, one of my championship bells, That's going to change the dynamic. No matter how much you respect someone, yeah. you know once that bell rings, everything changes, especially. Uh, in uh, when it comes to the Southside Heavyweight Championship, but that's a match I'm very much looking forward to uh, competing in. Um, I mean, not that he's an import, but he has obviously got the notoriety uh, with Impact Wrestling, and anyone who's watched his two of his matches in particular I saw his match of EC3, yeah, uh, Wembley, I think, <coughs> which was an incredible street fight. Yeah. And then he's just recently challenged Kurt Angle, who for the has, title. you know, yeah. who's absolutely, you know, anyone who knows professional wrestling knows his credentials. So, uh, you know, looking forward to making, you know, upping my game against Rockstar Spud. Yeah. Um, that's a match I'm very much looking forward to. The opportunity I've been afforded. I, I mean, I, I, one guy who's become available, who I'd, who I'd love to step in the room, is probably Ray Mysterio. Yeah. You know, another pioneer, you know, like a, amazing For talent.
0: the smaller guys like myself, <clears throat> it just proves that you would have to be. So the, the stereotypical six. Well, foot four, you know, a lot
1: of respect for someone who's, had, you know, relied on a certain. It's not just a high-flying style, but because he could do a lot of other stuff. But oh, yeah, yeah. you know, when you when you are the smallest guy in the fight, you know, and he's had his countless knee injuries and stuff like that, for him to still be around and still performing at the level he has been, you know, now he's going to be, you know, who knows where he, what the next step he's going to be. A bit of, you know, I know he's in England. I know he's resting, uh, Del Rio. 4FW, uh, yeah, think Sw- I- is
0: that in Swindon?
1: I believe, for I FW. think so, I know they do a lot of good stuff, but um, <laughs> I've not wrestled for them, but no. I, know, I know they've got Ray Mysterio, so I don't know if anybody else will eventually book Ray Mysterio, but um, you know, he's an, you know, given the opportunity, he's someone I'd definitely love to uh,
0: to uh, step off against. Yeah. So what uh, with like talking about matches and stuff, obviously we had quite a few brutal matches this, this year so far, but what's... It sounds really interview it? sorry. But like, I'm I'm always intrigued, because I, I like to learn from you, so... It's me picking your brains, so to speak. But what, what has been your one of your favorite matches this year? Um, <clears throat> or, or if I can put it in, in a better way, like, which match have you learned the most from that helps you? Okay. Um, <clears throat> God, it's just when
1: you say that as well, you just realise that there's already been six months of this year gone. Right really? um, no. Okay, my best match this year, actually for me, from a reaction standpoint, um, was against someone I'm no stranger to, uh, Paul Mayland, when I took the uh, LCW Championship from him. Um, you know, the I believe it it was at the Mayhem event um, back in May. Put nice pun there, uh, by LCW. <laughs> Um, it's just come out on DVD for anybody who's interested. I'm looking forward to watching it back and seeing, you know, seeing if it lives up to what I felt it did in my mind at the time. But the reaction from the audience and the the story that was told during the match um, last it was last on the card and seen a lot before that. Um, it was just a what you know, it was a real fight. You know, yeah. really what you know wrestling's based on. You know. Um, There's a lot of different things that happened, a lot of variables, obviously, a lot of backstory between me and Paul. Um, that was a match that was probably my favourite this year. Um, but I, I'm just trying to, I mean, you know, I recently stepped in the ring again with uh, Rampage. You know, that was always fun. You always learn being in the ring with him. Um, I've been waiting in the wings to wrestle CJ Banks again because that's always a test and something I really enjoy. Um, <coughs> Because I just, I think we push each other, and I just have a lot of respect for him as an athlete and as a professional. I just think he's, you know, criminally underutilized. Not, you know, he's in China at the minute, so he's doing well for (coughs) himself,
0: but he he could, he should be everywhere. Now, Um, I'm going to cut you you off there, Joe. mm -hmm. The whole situation with you and CJ—it was the best of five series. Mm -hmm. Okay, a hope evolution, and uh, six masked, men interfered. Now, since then, ever since uh, almost every match you've been in, these six men have appeared again and again and again and again. Which, what I hear on on, on Twitter and on Facebook and the internet and all that kind of jazz, is that people are saying that you're the guy behind it. Now, obviously, I know nothing about it. I'm just a regular wrestler. I hope. Um, all I recall is six lads running through the backstage area, heading to the ring, beating someone up. But I saw on the last show you kind of stopped them. So what? Like, what's all that about? Well, I I think it's just
1: playing off the fact that <coughs> obviously there's another side. There's another side to me I've been building up. There's a Obviously I'm involved in the Righteous Army. I think it's uh, it's very easy to kind of compare the two. There's another gang, another faction. You know, people, people are getting, I'd personally love it if no one was getting involved in my matches, because I've said, when I've been in Hope Wrestling, all I've wanted to do is just let the matches do the uh, do the talking, whether they're good, bad, or indifferent, whatever, you know. Um, most of the time in Hope was just matches with CJ Banks and then some other talent as well, some other great talent. Um, I just think like for me you know I've said before with the righteous army it's all about kind of like it's been about the cream of the crop and not just letting anybody in and that's something I do in other places you know every end every place is a different entity hopes a different place to all these other promotions yeah um, so I got You know, it's been a bit of a tumultuous time, really, and hope just because no one's really known what to think of the whole situation. So, even myself. So you're not denying it? Why?
0: I'm denying it. It's got nothing to do with me. But Uh, fingers point. You know what I mean? Like for me, as a talent backstage, and I see six others around the ring, and you're there. No stop. Get down. And they listen to you. For me. If they were part of your, 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 your cronies and they were, you weren't responsible to, for them, then why are they listening to you? Well, sometimes they say that the most obvious uh, answer
1: is probably going to be the answer. Like, so everything's pointed in my direction. But in this case, you know, the tr- it's, the, I think they're trying to detract all the, the attention onto me. Um, it's probably someone that you'd least expect is my is my is my opinion because I'm ready to fight anybody. I don't care who it is. But, you know, just because you know if it's my friends or you know I'll, once we're in the ring, I'm a different person. You know, I can sit and talk nice and all that kind of stuff right now. But in you know I don't, I don't need like if it was if it was the righteous army, I wouldn't need guys under hoods. You know, I want them to represent who they are, what they're about. You know. We don't, it's not a case of like, you know, needing to be mystery or masked or whatever. No, that doesn't interest me. Um, I've got nothing to hide when it comes to Hope Wrestling. (laughs) And if any of these six guys, whoever the hell they are, you know, want to keep getting involved and want to start a fight with me, then bring it on basically. We'll we'll see,
0: we've got obviously Hope Evolution on the 26th of June at the Mansfield. Town Welfare Club um, starts at seven thirty, which you and I both know. We'll probably start at about eight o'clock, <laughs> which is the uh, <laughs> the current trend. God bless it.
1: Started uh, on time tonight. I didn't start on time, I believe. Did we? Yeah.
0: Wow. Okay. Fair enough. Um, so we've gone over bits and pieces of your career. Obviously, we could fill another podcast with all this because. Just had such a, a colourful life so far in wrestling. Um, we're going to wrap this thing up. We'll hopefully at some point in the in a later down the road, we'll be able to get a part two with you. Um, if promoters want to book you, or if you want to, you know, plug any of your merch or anything like that, now's your kind of like your chance to
1: do that, Joe. If you'd like to. Okay. If, any, um, if anybody wants to go onto my Facebook page, it's Joseph Connors. It's under special edition because I've had the uh, had the page for quite some time. Obviously, some people know performing of that moniker as well. I'm on Twitter, doc, um, which is forward slash Joseph Connors, which is E R S instead of O R S at the end. And talking of, uh, I've just recently had some T-shirts made, uh, righteous righteous army shirts that are selling quickly. If anybody wants that, you can get in contact on my Facebook page and someone will uh, speak to you about how you can find them or if you want to order them online, we can do
0: that as well. Cool. Um, just so you know, guys, this podcast is sponsored by Standring and Hair Designs, who coincidentally designed the new Righteous t shirt. Uh, we are also sponsored by PNB Wrestling, uh, wrestling clothing for all the shapes and sizes, and the boys at the Indie Corner. Still, Rogers, Matt Clarkson, massive shout out, boys. Um, Joe, it's been an absolute pleasure, mate. I hope we can do this again at some point. Um, I don't see why not. I wish you all the best Thank um, you very much. for the uh, for the future, mate. Thank you very much. No worries.